right, welcome back to the Joe Cozo Show. We have lots to talk about. I got something going. I got something cooking here. This is the big leagues. It's New York. I said I was in the worst neighborhood, man. I said I had a near-death experience. Crazy? Robert, if you've been through what I've been through in the past month, you'd be, you'd be crazy too. Welcome back to the Joe Cozo Show. Today is March 8th, 2022. Today's show is brought to you by and sponsored by MyPillow.com. So make sure you go over to MyPillow.com. Use promo code TJCS to get all of the savings up to 66% off. Also, if you get a chance, make sure you subscribe to our channels over at Rumble. This show will only be at Rumble. So make sure you go over to Rumble, subscribe so you get every episode. You also can subscribe to our website, thejoecozoshow.com. This show, unfortunately, will not be on YouTube, which says it all about what is happening in our world, what's happening in this country. And I say world because I truly believe that there is a globalist world order that is attempting to be taken place here. And unfortunately, America has took the bait. America used to be this isolated country. We used to do things separate from everyone else. You would see things happening abroad and you'd be like, Jesus, thank God that I live here in America. But what's happening here in America, especially over these past maybe three years, our lives have been upside down. When is the last time that you just woke up and said, wow, I can't wait for the positivity. I can't wait for great things to happen. I don't care about what's going on on the outside world. I'm just going to focus on myself and get ahead. Hasn't been like that since three years now because every day is doom and gloom since then. And it's all started with January with COVID-19 happening and affecting the whole entire world. And right before that happened, everything was great. Stock market through the roof, the American economy through the roof, gas prices are around what? $2.50. Go to the gas now, gas pump now. I mean, I have a Jeep Wrangler. It's a six cylinder, right? A Jeep Wrangler six cylinder used to, with $2.50 a gallon, used to, I probably fill the tank with $45. Now, just the other day, I went to the gas pump. I had a little bit less than a quarter tank. Actually, just right when the yellow light comes on telling you that you know, you're getting low on gas. I put $50 in my gas tank and I only got three quarters of a tank. Not even a full tank, three quarters of a tank, which basically means I'll be back there over the weekend. I mean, I don't do a lot of driving to begin with, but still. But think about the people right now that live paycheck to paycheck and every single cent, every single cent is accounted for. And now all of a sudden, they're paying quadruple in all of their expenses. We're talking not just about the gas pump, we're talking about the meat, talking about groceries, everything. And you sit here and say, okay, well, when is this bottleneck issue is gonna happen? Not gonna happen, it's not gonna go away anytime soon. Think about when the gas prices are up this much, that means the truck drivers are paying that much and then Everything that they're putting on their load, food, goods, whatever it is, is going to go up because they have to recoup back their money. And again, this whole global reset is actually happening 
right now in this world. And America is right, right there with it. As soon as Joe Biden became president of the United States, he bought right into it. Think about what happened. Right here in America, he shut down the Keystone Pipeline, and then over in Europe, he took off the sanctions in Russia for the Nord Stream 2. Why would you do such a thing? Why would you do such a thing? First of all, he's so married to this Green New Deal and his constituents and his, all of his colleagues, God forbid, they started fracking here and being energy sufficient can't happen. Why? Because of the Green New Deal. That's why he won't. I'm telling you right now, that's why he won't frack here. That's why he won't drill here. Because if he does that, then his Build Back Better program goes right down the toilet. And whatever he was talking about, anything that he was saying, then he has to go back now in reverse. He will never do it. Ever. This country America, I, I can't believe what's happening here. I'm embarrassed. It's an embarrassment of what we're doing. What we saw in, Afga in Afghanistan and what the whole world saw was weakness on Joe Biden. That's why we're seeing Vladimir Putin do what he's doing in Ukraine. And listen, this all could have been avoided if Joe Biden and America would have just said, hey, listen, we're not trying to get Ukraine into NATO. There's three factors right now, in my opinion, why Vladimir Putin is doing what he's doing. NATO, he does not want Ukraine going near NATO. And of course, NATO alliances, we don't sit there and say, well, we're just going to have Ukraine neutral. No, we poke at the bear and say, we would welcome Ukraine into NATO. With Kamala Harris going there and saying such, why? Ukraine's that whole real estate does absolutely nothing for the United States of America. Does absolutely nothing. There's no reason to poke a nuclear power. That's the first. The second, he doesn't want Ukraine getting into the EU. Not at all. Those two things, NATO and joining the EU, puts different influences into Ukraine, which then eventually, because it's right at the border of Russia, would seep into Russia. He doesn't want anything to do with that. And he doesn't want, and the third thing is American influence. He does not want American influence invading Ukraine at all. But again, here we are. Here we are defending Ukraine and sitting here poking the bear of Vladimir Putin. Why would we do such a thing? And the more we isolate ourselves from Vladimir Putin, what is he doing? He's joining alliances with China. And I've said this time and time again, Joe Biden put himself in a checkmate position against himself. He doesn't have checkmate. He is checkmated. Because if you help Ukraine, or, you, or should I say, if you do nothing, meaning if you don't put forces into Ukraine, China looks at that and says, oh, well, listen, Russia can go ahead and do that. Well, we're eventually going to invade Taiwan. Don't think for a second that this isn't the plan. Like right now we have these credit card companies, MasterCard and Visa. They're not doing any business over in Russia, right? So what does Russia do? They call up China. Vladimir Putin calls up President Xi. And now they're starting to use China's credit card system there. Why would we want to do that? There are three global superpowers in this world. The biggest three, 
Russia, China, and the United States. Why would we align those two against us and box ourselves in? Because we have weak leadership in Joe Biden and the Biden administration. And it's not just Democrats. It's also the rhinos that we have, the Republican Party. What we need is a flush. You want to keep the Republican Party? God bless. You want to keep the Democratic Party? God bless. What we need to do is create a new party, a party where it's just America first. And that is it. Because you have people like Mitch McConnell. Did you know that Mitch McConnell's wife owns a shipping, you know, a shipping corporation over in China, which produces hundreds of millions of dollars? So here you are, the majority leader, or one-time majority leader, and maybe soon-to-be majority leader, leader in 2022 in Mitch McConnell, and he has total intertwined ties, monetary ties, with his family business with China and the CCP. Do you think that Mitch McConnell will ever talk bad about China? No, because if he ever did do that, if he ever came down hard or started talking bad about China, like say what they're doing with the Uyghurs and the genocide that they're committing, well, you know how China gets down. They will take that company and they will rip it down to shreds. And all of that money that Mitch McConnell sees, all of that China money that he sees is gone. Same thing with Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi during the Olympics, I believe this was in 2008 when they were here, her husband started this limousine service. And what was happening? It wasn't making any money. But then in 2008, China, when we had the Olympics here, all of these foreign diplomats, especially people from China, started using the service. And then all of a sudden, Nancy Pelosi was intertwined with China. That's why you used to see her talking so bad about China. And then all of a sudden here in the 2022 Olympics, which is in Beijing, she told everyone, do not, do not talk bad about that regime. Oh, really? All of a sudden, don't talk bad about that regime. Why? Why is that? And if all of these American companies and what they're doing and how they do not want to do any business now with Russia, like Apple, right? Apple Pay, can't do it, use it anymore. Google, shutting it down. All of these, McDonald's now is saying that they're not going to do anything with Russia. Okay, well, if that's the case, and you're doing that against Vladimir Putin, who's defending his country because he doesn't want any foreign influence, and he told you for years what was going to take place. If you're going to do that there, well, why wouldn't you now do it with China, who's forming an alliance with Russia, and who's saying, you know what, we're going to abstain from saying anything that Russia is doing is bad. And actually what we're going to do is pick up our trade with China. I mean, what are we talking about here? If you're going to do this, all these American companies, because they're all woke, right? Oh, we're going to now, we're banning everything from Russia. Well, why wouldn't you do that with China when you know, you know for sure that the genocide that they're committing against the Uyghurs and the sex, the sex organ transplants that they're doing to these people and the slave labor that is being committed over in China, you know that that's taking place. So then why wouldn't you also do that to China? See, that's the test. If you really want to walk the walk, well then start pulling out everything from China, but they can't do it. There's too much money in China. AT&T has two headquarters, one right in Beijing. AT&T is a huge conglomerate. Universal Studios, they make all of their money, or should I say half of their money from China. They're not going to do it. 
all of these corporations, your iPhone, Apple, right? The reason why they're able to make such um, a huge amount of money is because the Apple, the iPhone, gets created over in China on 10 cents on the dollar. It comes over here and then they just boost the price up. Now, if you put it here, you'd have to pay what? First, you'd have to pay minimum wage. They're paying people 10 cents a day over in China to create these iPhones, but they don't care. And they're so worried about human rights, Black Lives Matter and all of this. You know what they would really do is say, we're not doing that anymore. But they can't and they won't because too many people are getting rich off of it. It's all about greed. This whole, you know, world reset, this whole, you know, new world order. It's all about greed. Every single last bit of it. And it's happening right in front of us. And again, just going back to even YouTube that I can't post this on YouTube. This is America. Why wouldn't I be able to say whatever I want with freedom of speech? But these corporations have so much money, now they can lock down everything. Really think about this. When Apple said, you know what? They're not gonna be able to use, the Russians are not gonna be able to use Apple Pay. Google said the same thing. The Russians won't be able to use Google Play. They shut it down. You wanna get rid of cash? It's that easy to shut people's bank accounts down that they won't have access. Now, what are these people going to do? The lines to the terminals for the subway systems was down the block because nobody has cash anymore. Very rare people have cash because everybody's using it what? With the digital system. And I honestly believe this. This is my own opinion. I didn't read it from anywhere. I, I honestly believe that this is true. The reason why America here and actually across the globe, except for China, say certain countries like Iran maybe, the reason why we're so accepting this transgender stuff, which to me I think is a complete disaster in our society. I truly believe that. The reason why we're accepting it so much, the reason why they're shoving it down our throats is because eventually what they're going to want to do is do the transhuman. And what do you say, mean? what do you mean by transhuman? I mean exactly that, like a cyborg, <clears throat> coupling a human body with a computer. And it's already happening now, right now with Neuralink and Elon Musk, where you would have a chip inside your brain and basically you'll be able to tell a computer, instead of typing, you tell the computer, press A, press B, press C, press F, press whatever. You would tell a computer, instead of using a mouse, to move with your brain, whatever you're doing. It's happening right now. And that's exactly what they want. The people in Davos with the World Economic Forum, with all of these rich people, right? they go to Davos, the city of Davos, and they all, they're at a rich hotel and lavish. They're all getting their massages and sitting in these luxury hotels. And they all gather around over there, all these rich people. We're talking Bill Gates, you name them, all the CEOs of these top corporations. And they sit there and they talk about how they need to have this new world order. Right? And we have to do that. And one of the reasons, one of the things that they talk about there is these transhuman, creating a transhuman. Some of these people, they want to live forever. So they want to download their conscience into a cyborg, basically, and then live forever. And I truly believe the appetizer of doing any type of transhuman, any type of taking a human body and then converting it with a computer. I believe the appetizer of that is transgenderism.
because what you're doing is basically taking parts of your body already and putting it on other parts of the body, like having a female who has a vagina, born with a vagina, now all of a sudden you're taking chunks of a female thigh and then converting it in, and manipulating that skin and now forming a penis. If you were in a coma in 2002 and, and woke up in 2022, I mean, that probably would be the first thing that you would say that you cannot believe. What do you mean that we have men saying that they're females, chopping off their genitalia, some of them are not even doing it, and competing in women's sports? How can we actually do that? Again, this is the appetizer. Our children, see, we think that it's crazy. But as our children start to grow up, as new children are starting to be born, they get born into this world and they think that it's okay. They don't see anything wrong with that. This is what they've known for their whole life. And it's starting with transgender. I'm telling you, again, it's my own opinion, and that's what I feel like is actually happening here. Now, we were talking about what's happening in Ukraine here, and I believe, honestly, this is a huge crisis that's taking place here. Vladimir Putin, this isn't a country like Afghanistan where we just have all of these B-52 bombers or we have these drone strikes that go in and then end the conflict like that. That's not the type of country this is. And Vladimir Putin is not the type of person that will just bend, you know, lie down and say, okay, you got me. He's not going to do that. And he knows that he has the nukes to back it up. And what do we do? What does Joe Biden do? Since Kamala Harris there, what he should be doing is be a real man, get on Air Force One, go over to Moscow, sit down with Vladimir Putin, and say, what can we do here? How can we resolve this conflict? People are dying. What can we do? Because you can't just all of a sudden get rid of this man. It's not going to happen. This isn't in the 1940s where you have Adolf Hitler, you know, killing people and then he's in a bunker with a gun or has poison and tells his girlfriend take this because we're about to die they're coming in no that's not what's going to happen what will happen here is when the last second of vladimir putin's last breath he'll push a button and then the next thing you know this whole world will be changed forever there will be billions of people dead in world war three with a nuclear threat Billions. We're not talking around 300 to 400,000 casualties. Billions of people will die. And we have, you know, and, I, and I, I saw this, I heard this last night on Tucker Carlson. We have people in right now charge of America that told us lie after lie with COVID-19, told us lie after lie with Black Lives Matter. What happened to Black Lives Matter? All of these people, they took all of their money, they, bought, they had all of these mansions, nobody's looking into it at all. All of these tax, you know, fraud that they committed, and no one is looking into it at all. They're just able to go do whatever they want, and we don't hear from it anymore. How about COVID? Do you hear about COVID anymore? No, of course not. Where's Dr. Fauci? Gone. It's all game. Everything that the Democrats touch turns to you know what. They don't know how to lead at all. And right now we are in a crisis more bigger than that in my entire lifetime. Because when you had Desert Storm or when we were invading Iraq or when just recently when we were taking things with even with Donald Trump and doing things maybe in Syria, whatever it may be, you still got, you know, you got up in the morning, you, let, you did your day, you really didn't think anything. But when you have a conflict involving a superpower that has nuclear weapons, 
Well, that changes the, you know, the ball game. Immediately, it changes it. And right now, what the United States can do, see, this is another thing that I truly believe that is happening here. You have Joe Biden and this global reset, right? Again, I'm telling you, I believe, I, I believe in my heart of hearts that this is actually taking place. To have a global reset means that you're going to have elites and you're going to have poor people. You're not going to have the middle class. In a global reset, the middle class gets wiped out. In any socialist regime, the middle class is gone. You have poor people and elites. And that's exactly what the people in Davos are trying to do. It's exactly what Joe Biden has bought into. And right now, right now, on March 8th of 2022, Joe Biden has his hands, his hands, he has his, his foot on the necks of the middle class. He's strangling, strangling the middle class. He's suffocating the middle class. And he's doing it just with inflation. Think about what's happening here. Inflation is through the roof. People are losing their shirt in the stock market right now. The stock market is in a bear market. People are losing all of their whole 401ks are wiped out. The side money that you had, maybe you wanted to go on vacation, that is gone. All of the retirement savings that you had in the stock market is gone. But here's the thing, it's going to get worse. Why? Because right now the Federal Reserve, the Feds right now, they are they have their hands tied because the interest rate is at zero. There's nothing else that you can do. And inflation is skyrocketing. How do you, how do you circumvent inflation? Well, you, you raise the interest rate. If you raise the interest rate right now, your retirement fund, whatever you have, will be basically zero. The stock market will crash immediately. And the Biden administration, with all of their spending, led us up to this disaster. Plus, of course, coupled with the effect of Ukraine crisis and everything that's going on with the Russian oil and gas. And now Joe Biden comes out and says that he's not no longer going to import any Russian oil. It's going to affect us here, right here, more than ever. Again, people, okay, middle-class people that thought they were just about to get ahead when Donald Trump was in office, when they sat there and said, yes, I'm able to now try to start saving. My life is good. Those days are over. We haven't had a great day in America in quite some time, in over almost three years now. Like I said, with COVID-19, which actually started the big reset. The great reset started with COVID-19. And all of these politicians, these Democrats, they knew right away that they had this power that they could have and they, they can keep. And look what happened here. People couldn't even pray at churches. You told Everybody was told well, how they can and can't live, where they can and can't go, what we've done to our children. Now all of a sudden the masks are off. Why are the masks off now? Why is COVID-19 gone now? Because the midterms are coming. This isn't America. We need to get new people, fresh blood into, in charge that we can rely on. You can sit here all you want and say, we need Donald Trump back. We need Donald Trump back. Donald Trump, baby, is only around for four more years if he becomes president. And then what? Oh, you think that Ron DeSantis will come in and save the day? By that time, these Democrats, they will scheme up something, okay? And we, see what ha we saw what happened in Wisconsin. And we'll talk about that later in the show with Mark Zuckerberg 
and the fraud that took place there, the voter fraud that took place there. That's just the tip of the iceberg. What took place in 2020, who knows? Because we don't have people actually investigating. You know who we have? The only person investigating it is this guy right here, my pillow. And they're shutting him down because he's trying to tell the truth. This country's headed for disaster. But this is all just the appetizer. China, uh, Russia invading Ukraine is the appetizer. The main course is what happens when China invades Taiwan. Here is President Trump. He was on with uh, Maria Bartolomeo in on Fox News. Just I think this was maybe last week. She asks him point blank, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think China will invade Taiwan? Here's his response. And by the way, Taiwan's going to be next. Just watch Taiwan. President Trump, do you expect China to invade Taiwan sooner rather than later? I do, because they're seeing how stupid the United States is run. They're seeing that our leaders are incompetent. And of course they're going to do it. This is their time. Exactly. This is their time. You have Joe Biden right now. You have a conflict with Ukraine. They won't do anything. Do you want to know why they won't do anything? It's not just because of the nuclear weapons. It's because everyone is so reliant on the gas and oil from Russia. Now, of course, unilaterally, unilaterally today, Joe Biden has said that the United States is no longer going to import any of their oil. So what do they do? So now what's going to happen? We go to Saudi Arabia. We go to Iran. We're going to Venezuela. These are three corrupt nations. I mean, instead of dealing with devil A, we're going to deal with devil B, C, and D. What are we talking about? Right here, United States has more oil than anyone in the country, in the world. Why won't we start drilling day after day and being self-sufficient here? I'll tell you why. Because of this Build Back Better, AOC, the squad, the Democrats, they won't do it because there'll be egg on their face. That's why. And, and once you start doing that, what happens then? The middle class, jobs start coming back. And then the middle class has more money coming in. They are trying to cripple the middle class. And by doing so, you have to make the United States less sufficient. And how else do you do it? Is by now buying, exporting oil from all over these other countries. Venezuela? It's one of the most corrupt countries in the world. Why would we do business with them? Iran? I mean, what are we talking about? And we're going to try to get Iran to have a nuclear power deal? Why would we ever want to do that? Why would we ever want? We see what's happening right now with Russia, and they have nuclear weapons. Why would we want now Iran to be a nuclear power at all? Why would we want them to touch that at all? Why would we want to put more and more sanctions on that rogue regime? But yet, just like Obama giving millions of dollars on, on pallets, we have now Joe Biden asking Russia to broker a deal with Iran. How? Why? What is going on here? What is happening? And you know, you say what you want about Vladimir Putin. I'm not saying that he's a good guy. I'm not saying anything. Obviously, we know that he is a natural born killer. He's former KGB uh, agent. I'm sure has more people that he's killed okay, in his lifetime than the amount of good deals that I've made in the stock market, okay? Well, it's not really saying much either, to, to be honest with you. But you get my point. No one is saying Vladimir Putin is a great guy, but you know what he is aware of? This global reset, okay? He's aware of that. 100%. He knows that's exactly what everybody's trying to do. And Russia, they don't want anything to do with that. 
That's why they can't stand NATO at all. And one of the people who said that right from right from jump, right from the beginning. Okay, well, actually, you know what? Here, let me read you something here. This is from Substack. And thank God for Substack because you get a lot of great things that come out of there because they're not censored. All right? They're not censored like how you have it on YouTube or Twitter or Facebook. But here, this is na- his name is, the author is Michael Schellenberger. Okay? Just listen to these facts about Russians, Russia's oil and gas. Okay? Europe produces 3.6 million barrels of oil a day, but uses 15 million barrels of oil a day. Putin knows that. And Europe produces 230 billion cubic meters of natural gas a year, but uses 560 billion. So whatever they're producing, they're only producing half of what they're using. Where's that other half coming from? Vladimir Putin. He knows that Europe uses 950 million tons of coal per year, but only produces half of that. So think about that for a second. Whatever they're producing Europe, it's only half of what they actually use. Where's that other half coming from? Russia. He's He's no dummy. He's not stupid. Nuclear energy. While Putin expanded Russia's oil production, expanded natural gas production, and then doubled their nuclear energy production to allow more exports of its gas. Europe, led by Germany, shut down its nuclear power plants, which is the cleanest way of energy, the cheapest way to do it. Closed gas fields and refused to develop more through advanced methods like fracking. Doesn't that sound familiar, right? Shut down all our nuclear power plants here. We had one here right on Long Island. Shore nuclear power plant, shut that right down as well. Fracking, can't do that anymore. That's one of the most things on the Democratic agenda said, no, it is no more fracking. And then here, the numbers tell the story the best. In 2016, 30% of natural gas consumed by European Union came from Russia, okay? 30% in 2016. In 2018, it jumped to 40. By 2020, nearly 44%. And by early 2021, 47% was relied upon for Russia. It went up 17% in four years, 47%. Now, talking about leadership, there is a stark um, comparison from what we had with Donald Trump, who loved America. Think about that for a second. You had a president and all he cared about is putting America first, but Democrats, they could not stand him for that because he came out and he said, what? We don't need to be enemies with Russia. We should be actually friendly with Russia. And now everything is starting to make sense here. Soon as Donald Trump said that, what happened? Oh, we have to tie him to this whole Russian gate, that he's a spy, that Russia, the only way that he became president is because they manipulated and the, the voter fraud, the, in the election interference, all of it, right? This fake dossier that they came out of from with the Steele dossier. Obama spying on his campaign. They can't stand this man. And another reason why, too, is is because what? He can't be bought. And he was going to expose all of these politicians and all of the money that they're making from China. This is really true. It actually has happened. And here is President Trump talking to the NATO officials and saying, wait a second here. What's going on? We're protecting you from Russia. 
Yet, you want to open up a pipeline for natural gas that comes out of Russia, and you're going to pay Russia billions of dollars while we protect you. Why are you buying from them and not from us? Because we, here in America, through our fracking, we can supply it all. Here, watch this clip. You're supposed to be guarding against Russia, and Germany goes out and pays billions and billions of dollars a year to Russia. So we're protecting Germany, we're protecting France, we're protecting all of these countries. And then numerous of the countries go out and make a pipeline deal with Russia, where they're paying billions of dollars into the coffers of Russia. But Germany is totally controlled by Russia, because they were getting from 60 to 70 percent of their energy from Russia and a new pipeline. As soon as Joe Biden became president, Germany begged Joe Biden to allow to lift the sanctions from Russia and open up the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. It's fact. And here's Donald Trump saying, what is going on? Biden did the complete opposite. And what we saw at the State of the Union address, oh, that was one of the most ridiculous things in the world. At the end there, when you saw Joe Biden say, we have to now fund the police and we have to have a build back better. We have to have companies in America. Everything has to be made here in America. Again, it's all a lie. He did the complete opposite in his tenure. Joe Biden is going to go down as the worst, the most terrible president in the history of the United States. Right now, if his presidency ended today, and Jesus, God forbid it did, because the next banana in line, Kamala Harris, will make things even worse. You think this is bad, forget about it. But every single thing that Joe Biden, if his presidency stopped today, he would go down as the worst president in the, United, in the history of the United States. That's how bad he is. But think about this, if that's the case, and we're living that through today, what does that say about the United States of America right now, present day? We're in shambles. This country is bleeding out. We have a media that is totally corrupt. We can't trust anything that the media says at all. We know that they lied to us about COVID. They lied to us about everything that transpires with Black Lives Matter, which was uh, the biggest joke. Because government, you said all lives matter. Forget it. Now you're a racist. And you may even go to jail. Who knows? In my opinion, this whole January 6th thing, that is what, that, that happened. And I, and I truly believe that the FBI set that whole thing up. Because if you see how that took place and what transpired there, and you have these people like, what was that guy's name? Epps. And the other guy that was uh, something X, right? and how they're out there and they're, they're stoking the flames and they're allowing, and then you have the court officers or should I say the Capitol Police officers allowing them to come in. Something is not right there. Something is not right. And yet these people are still in jail today. But the reason why that they did that is because they wanna to try to prevent Donald Trump from ever becoming president again. I don't trust this country at all. I think America, and I and, and sad to say because here, I'm wearing red, white, and blue. I have an American flag behind me. But let's be honest with each other here. America is the most corrupt country on the planet. And that's why we need a new regime change. We do. Forget about the, the Republican Party. Republicans are just in... Well, why, where is any Republican saying anything? If anything, we have the opposite happening. We have Lindsey Graham going on TV saying that we need to take out Vladimir Putin. Are you out of your mind? 
You want to start a nuclear war? Does he have any idea what that means? See, here's Lindsey Graham now. Lindsey Graham will be rogue and say whatever he wants because now he just got reelected. So he doesn't care about anything. But what happened, what, two years ago in 2020, I'm getting on my phone text messages from Lindsey Graham. It's time for you, not personally from him, but his campaign. Please support Lindsey Graham. $50 will help everything. He doesn't care now because he's in. And by the time he's done, he'll retire. And now he's saying these asinine stuff. Take out Vladimir Putin. It's the last thing that we need to be doing. What are we even talking about? How could you even say such a thing? And then you have people like John Kerry. And again, this is somebody, right? This is a globalist here. This is someone who doesn't think America should be America first, who thinks outside now and saying we all should be together. Listen to what he says in an interview here on the war with Ukraine and what Russia is doing. Russia is actually hurting the climate. What are we even talking? Who talks like this? Here, watch. Lose certainly big country attention because they will be diverted and and uh, i think it could have a damaging impact so you know i think hopefully president putin would realize that in the northern part of his country they used to live on 66 percent of a nation that was over frozen land now it's thawing and his infrastructure is at risk and the people of russia are at risk and so i hope president putin will help us to stay on track with respect to what we need to do. Vladimir Putin is watching that and then he is laughing hysterical. Do you think that he actually cares when his country, in, in, in his belief, is at risk because of a NATO, a Ukraine joining NATO? Do you think he actually gives a damn about any type of climate change? That his northern part of his hemisphere is thawing out? Here's the other thing too. And this is, again, this is what Democrats do. They create a crisis. They create these manufactured crises to make everybody go crazy, to add everyone to get scared, and then they buy into the plan. And again, I think, I personally think, this whole thing with Ukraine, the reason why Joe Biden didn't try to interfere and try to, to circumvent Vladimir Putin invading Ukraine and actually allowed it to happen and sat there and said he thinks it actually is going to happen. Instead of sitting there bringing to the table and saying how can we prevent this to happen, he wanted this to happen because what? The gas prices will go up. People, uh, the American citizens here, the middle class will be choked out. And then what will say? Oh, yeah. Maybe we do need to have electric vehicles. Maybe they're right. These gas prices, we can't risk this. This is going too crazy here. How do we reduce this? I'm losing my shirt here. You know what? I'll buy into the Build Back Better New Deal. Oh, yeah, that's what we should do. And don't think for a second that's exactly what they're trying to do here. Here, listen to Donald Trump. This is when he was campaigning going against Joe Biden. Think about what's happening today, right? Think about what's happening today. And listen to what he was saying over a year ago when he was trying to get reelected. Here, watch. We have more oil than anybody, okay? And it's uh, an incredible thing that have, it's happened over the last few years, a lot of great things. And you're paying, what, $2 a gallon for your gasoline? That's okay. You know what that's like? That's like a tax cut. That's bigger than a tax cut. If Biden got in, you'd be paying $7, $8, $9. Didn't they say, get rid of your car? You know, what's crazy is everything that Donald Trump said happens. Whatever he says he's going to do happened. That man was a, guy, a man of his word. 
Listen, you can say all he want about his cookie texts, his tweets, or whatever. Yeah, he's totally into himself. He does say things that are outlandish. But at the end of the day, I got up every morning and I didn't have to worry about anything. I got up every day and said, how can I be a better American? How can I be a better father, a better parent? And how can I build a legacy? And now I'm waking up every day for the past three years. I'm worrying about COVID. I'm worrying about if I have to wear a mask. I'm worrying about if I can go eat at a restaurant because I don't get, I didn't get vaccinated. And now I have to limit my movements and I can't go into certain places. I'm being discriminated against, even though this whole country is about equity. And now... Now, I have to worry about that there might be a World War III and a nuclear threat. And I live in New York, a state where it'd be the biggest target, the first target, Wall Street. You want to cripple America? You want to start a nuclear war? You want to put a nuclear warhead towards America? The first place that it would go to is Wall Street, is Manhattan. And I live here on Long Island. I'd be wiped out like that. And now I have to worry about things like that. I have to worry about going to the gas pump and sitting there and counting pennies and saying, Jesus, man, I thought we could go on vacation, but now I don't think that we're going to be able to do that. I want to take another trip to go see my daughter in Alabama, but you know what? Prices are through the roof. The engine oil for the, for the planes, the gas prices for that, which then couple into the price of the ticket through the roof, renting a car through the roof, everything. Hotel prices, you name it. The inflation is gone bananas. Why? Because we have weak leadership and he's doing it on purpose. He can open up these oil refineries here, open up the Keystone Pipeline, just like what Donald Trump did, and it would help us all out. He refuses to do it. And it's all on purpose. Look at this. This is CNN. They can't even hide it. They know what's happening here. Watch this. I mean, you look at it this way. Uh, Americans today are spending just about $150 million more a day for gasoline to fill up their cars than they did just a month ago. So that's a big change that people are feeling. Prices at some local gas stations, they're way above the average. Well, across the street from the Beverly Center, one of the most expensive places in L.A., drivers are paying this. Nearly $7 for regular unleaded, nearly $8 for premium. Donald Trump. We just heard the clip said your, your gas price is going to go six, seven, eight dollars. We just saw it right there. And what else did he say right there? What else did he say? Well, you know what? Soon they're going to tell you don't drive your car. Because of that, get an EV. Now, really, think about this for a second, right? Everything that's happening here. Americans are sacrificing everything. Americans are going broke. Americans can't put food on the table. The middle class is getting wiped out. You know, you really care about black Americans, Democrats. Demo you know, black Americans, they make up a majority of the middle, I wouldn't say majority, but a majority of black Americans are in the middle class. And what are you doing to them? What are you doing to us? What are you doing to your fellow Americans? You're crippling them. So instead of sitting there saying, you know what, gas prices, we, we have to do something here. How can we do it? We could be energy self-sufficient. That's how we could help out here. Instead of doing that, they look at it, and this is what Democrats always do. They never let a crisis go to waste. They sit here and say, hey, you know what? And I believe, I truly believe that this is a manufactured crisis here. And it is, because we could get out of it. You know what? This is a perfect opportunity to use some propaganda and tell the American people this is why we need to go from gas combustion to electric. And here, here is Pete, Build Back Better Buttigieg, 
saying the exact same thing just yesterday. Clean transportation can bring significant cost savings for the American people as well. Last month, we announced a $5 billion investment to build out a nationwide electric vehicle charging network so that people from rural to suburban to urban communities can all benefit from the gas savings of driving an EV. Gas savings from driving an EV. Think about that. We are going through right now the highest inflation that we've ever seen. Gas prices are the highest it's ever seen. We are in a conflict. We might be going into a world war. China might be invading Taiwan. But what are they doing? What are the Democrats doing? They're using their propaganda. They're using this crisis so they can pass their their Build Back Better program, their Green New Deal. That's the Democrats. What's going on with all these Democrats that voted for Joe Biden? Where are all the tweets that they come out and say how happy they are about Joe Biden on Facebook, saying how they're glad they are that Joe Biden is the president? Where is that? Are they happy now? Do they really think that Joe Biden was a better president than Donald Trump? Really? Think about that for a second here. Think about what the media had done to Donald Trump and convinced 81 million Americans, maybe, maybe, that Joe Biden's the better choice than Donald Trump, who loves America. How does this happen? What is happening here? It is a disgrace. And again, God forbid anything happened to Joe Biden. Look who's going to come right up next. Look who's next in charge. Imagine a future. The freight trucks that deliver bread and milk to our grocery store shelves and the buses that take children to school and and parents to work. Imagine all the heavy-duty vehicles that keep our supply lines strong and allow our economy to grow. Imagine that they produced zero emissions. Well, you all imagined it. That's why we're here today. Because we have the ability to see what can be, unburdened by what has been, and then to make the possible actually happen. I can't tell you how embarrassing it is that that she is the Vice President of the United States, someone who is clearly unqualified for the position, unqualified to do really anything. I wouldn't even want Kamala Harris teaching my children in elementary school. And that's how she talks to the American public. Like she's talking to a bunch of third graders. Imagine, you just did. You just, like she does a magic trick. No, see, here's the thing. I don't mind about being energy sufficient. If eventually that we go to electric vehicles, if you can make that work, if actually an electric vehicle on fully, you know, that needs to be fully charged doesn't take 10 hours, that the batteries on an electric vehicle aren't through the roof, that the price of the average price of electric vehicle isn't $55,000. Okay, but here's the thing. If you want to try to do that and try to transition that, that's great. I understand. Okay, I'm all for things like that. But why shut down the Keystone Pipeline? Why cripple the economy while you're doing that? Why can't you simultaneously do both things at once? Because who knows? Maybe it doesn't work. Maybe this whole EV thing doesn't really catch on. But at least we don't make these middle class Americans suffer, lose their jobs, not have a way, have to pay through the, you know, out of their whatever at the pump. Why are we doing that to these people? 
Why are we doing that to our fellow Americans? I'm telling you, we need people in Congress. We need people, these politicians. We need someone in the White House that actually loves America. Because what is taking place here today is a disgrace. It's an embarrassment. We need people to go in front of AOC, Elon Omar, and tell them you hate America. And you know what? Get lost. You're going to lose. We need Americans to unite at the polls, at the booth, at the voting booth, and say enough is enough. We're done with this mess. We need to have actual a media that is objective and not subjective. And those days are all gone. They're all gone. It's, 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 America is bleeding out. And there's no one there to save it. There's no one. We're all watching the death of America happen right before our eyes. And again, I truly believe this global reset, okay, this new world order is taking place. It's happening. It's not going to happen. It's happening. It's happening right before our eyes. We saw it with COVID. We see it with the transgenderism. We're seeing it right now with the inflation, how Joe Biden does not that will not open up these pipelines. He's going to foreign rogue countries for the help. I mean, what are we talking about? We have a media that divides this country more than ever. White people can't are now white supremacists in this country. Uh, you have white people hating blacks, blacks hating whites. It's all through the media. When really, in reality, when you go and you go see somebody out in real life, there's none of that hate. None of it. Black Americans, if anything, should be more pissed off about this globalist agenda than anyone. Because where they came from, and now they're finally here in 2022, have more rights than ever, they're going to have to give all those rights up for this globalist agenda. But yet nobody's talking about that. Nobody sees any of that. Because everybody's now being brainwashed, including our children through our universities, and again, through the media. And here, watch this. Who am I going to play? Who is the racist person on TV? Just when you think that there's no way, right? Just when you think that there's no way that the war with Russia and Ukraine has any type of racism at all in it, because basically it's white people fighting white people, right? Let's be honest with each other. It's called spade a spade here. Just when you think that there's no way that anybody can find any type of racism involved, leave it to Joy Reid to do just that. Here, watch. As the world watches the devastation unfold in Ukraine, nearly 4,000 miles away, another crisis is deepening that we don't hear much about in the U.S., and that is the war in Yemen. In March of 2015, a Saudi-led coalition backed by the United States intervened militarily in Yemen in a bid to fight Iran-backed Houthi rebels. It has, it has triggered one of the worst humanitarian crises in the world due to widespread hunger, disease, and attacks on civilians. Four million Yemenis have been forced to flee their homes. Now, you look at that right there and say, okay, well, she really didn't do anything racist there. Well, that's just a precursor to exactly setting it up here. Because what she's basically saying is no one is looking at what happened in Yemen. Okay? But here's the thing. People saw what happened in Afghanistan. We had over 40,000 refugees that came over here. Don't tell me, because the people of the color of the skin in Yemen, 
Don't tell me because they're not white, we don't care about it. And here's the other thing. Well, so far, you're talking about that conflict. Trey Reed, you've never talked about that conflict before until today because you're finding, you're actually trying to make something that is not racist, racist. And that's what racists do. That's what someone like Joy Reid does. So now you just saw the first part of it. And again, that's just the, that's just the, you know, the appetizer. Here's the main course from Joy Reid. Again, having to find racism when it doesn't exist. Watch. Now what we're seeing in Ukraine is absolutely the worst humanitarian crisis that Europe has seen in decades. But we haven't witnessed the same type of solidarity for the Yemenis as we do for the Ukrainians. We don't see historic sanctions or global campaigns, corporations like Airbnb and Netflix taking a stand. And this is not to say that we shouldn't care this much for Ukraine. Far from it. The point is we should also care this much for refugees and those facing occupation and war in the Middle East and Asia and Africa, too. The coverage of Ukraine has revealed a pretty radical disparity in how human Ukrainians look and feel to Western media compared to their browner and blacker counterparts. Okay, let's face it. The world is paying attention because this is happening in Europe. If this was happening anywhere else, would we see the same outpouring of support and compassion? Well, we don't need to ask ourselves if the international response would be the same if Russia unleashed their horror on a country that wasn't white and largely Christian. Because Russia has already done it in Syria. This is a teachable moment for us in the media. We aren't afraid to call out our own industry. There is a lot of soul searching that we need to do in Western media about why some wars and lives seem to matter more than others and why some refugees get the welcome mat while others get the wall. She is so racist and everything that she's saying is so untrue. And what she's doing is actually stoking the flames of racism here in America. How she has a gig on TV is beyond me. Who is putting this person here and saying, you know what, this is a great segment, let's put it there because this is actually going to enhance our lives here in America. It's actually doing the complete opposite. First, what she's saying with the people in Yemen and how corporations aren't doing anything for the people in Yemen because of the color of their skin. Well, let me say this. Did they do it here in America with Black Lives Matter? Did they try to do everything to enhance Black Lives Matter here in America? Well, does it get any different color skin than black Americans in comparison to say white Americans? So what she's saying is actually not true. And also the United States took in 40,000 refugees from Afghanistan, they're not white. How many so far have we heard and there's over two million and one million of them are children Ukraine refugees leaving and fleeing that city. How many white Christian Ukrainians has the United States taken in here into America right now? None. It's all lies. It's all lies. Here's the other thing. Well, if really based on the color of their skin and how corporations, they wouldn't do anything to save the people in Yemen, well, then why are they doing it to the white people in Russia? Why is now McDonald's doing it? Why did MasterCard do it? Why is Apple doing it and Google doing it? Why? Why are all these countries doing it to these white people? Again, she makes no sense. It's all lies. How a person like this is on TV, it really tells you everything of what's transpiring here in America. She should not be on TV. She's a racist. She's a bigot. And she should know better not to do that. NBC should know better not to be able to put that type of information or that segment on TV because it serves no purpose. 
It's nothing but a negative segment. It's full of lies. And yet it stokes the flames of racism throughout this country. Now, here's the thing. You go on Twitter on that segment and you look at the comments, people think that she's 100% right. And again, the propaganda by these media outlets, shame on them. This country is being destroyed, completely destroyed. Here is another racist. His name is Ellie Mistel. Okay, he goes around, he's on MSNBC, he'll be on CNN. As soon as I play the clip, you'll see. He's on The View. And he has the audacity, and The View has the audacity to allow this man to come on here and say, now he can say this, that the United States Constitution is trash. That would be allowed. But if anybody wants to go say on YouTube and say, you know what, I don't think that the COVID vaccines are safe, you can't go on and do that. Oh no. But if you want to bash the United States Constitution as a black American and say that it's racist, oh, you can do that all day long. Oh yeah, here, watch. The Constitution is kind of trash. Now, let's just, again, let's just talk as adults for a second. What did you say? It's what? It's kind of trash. Trash. It was was written by slavers and colonists and white people who were willing to make deals with slavers and colonists. This document was written without the consent of black and brown people in this country and without the consent of women in this country. The United States Constitution is a perfected document that keeps perfecting itself. That's why it's so perfect that you have amendments, like, say, the 13th Amendment, that extinguishes slavery. You have certain amendments that gives the women right to vote. That's why the document is so perfect in itself. Because as it goes through the years, it keeps getting better and better and better. That document was written by Thomas Jefferson, who put in it, all men are created equal. It didn't matter. See, here's another thing that people have to understand. Why there was still slavery, why there wasn't, say, a 13th Amendment that abolished slavery at the time when the U.S. Constitution was first enacted, was first created? I'll tell you why. Because Democrats had to get on board with this document. That's why. Democrats had slaves. And the only way that you could build the Union at that time was to accommodate these democratic states and not put, we're going to abolish slavery. He did put in, all men are created equal. That was the caveat. All men are created equal. But there was no way that he was going to be able to form a union unless he left out abolishing slaves. And who were the slave owners? They were Democrats. See, Democrats never changed. The Democrats that you see today are the same Democrats that you see now. It's the exact same thing. And again, you see the slave labor that's happening over in China, but these Democrats, they don't want to say anything because they love the China money. Of course, they're not going to say anything. And here's another thing. This whole global new world order, black Americans that sacrificed their lives in the Civil War, that were in chains, that were slaves, that now throughout the years got to the point that they are right now, they're going to sacrifice and they're going to give up every single right that they have for this new world order. And basically a slave to it. And who's in charge of that? The Democrats. It's really something else. All right, listen, if you get a chance, go over to our Rumble page, right? And subscribe. Subscribe also to our YouTube page. All of our interviews are going to be on YouTube. And all of these single shows that we have here are going to be on 
on Rumble. Also, if you get a chance, go over to our Instagram page because we're taking a little insert 